was like not sympathetic at all. And he was like, grow up. Like, what do you mean? Just go buy some more noodles. And I dead set, like cheated on him and done it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome along to the Community Notice Board. Okay. Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board Podcast, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming-of-age tales. We've got a very funny guest today, comedian and co-host of Big Natural Talents. It's Lauren Bonner. How are you, Lauren? I'm good. I'm good. I'm nervous now. I wonder what you've dug up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we just said, uh, just let me get my voice memos ready. <laughs> before yeah. you. Just, this is your life in Lauren. Yeah. He's got a dossier. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it sounds really creepy now. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep, just let me dig into the old manila envelope. Wait, are they photos of me when I was 12? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we got a lot of cover here today, Lauren, but you grew up um, West, West Lee. West, West Lee. West Lee. Yeah. In what do you northern. call it? Is it Northern Shore or is it Upper Northern Shore? Um, if you, it depends on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. I think the Facebook group that encompasses it is like Upper Upper North Shore. <laughs> okay. And then I think once I said to someone who lived on the real North Shore, I was like, oh, like Upper Upper North Shore. And they were like, that's not the North Shore. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I know it's not the North Shore. Yeah. It's like Hornsby-ish yeah. kind yeah, of those yeah, suburbs. Yeah. And then I lived in Wesley like when I was a kid um, until probably like teen years, but I was in and out a little bit. And then, um, you know, kind of just around the whole area. Mm. But Wesley feels like the one. The one. And it's got some some legends, some tales. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like it's the one. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So it's pretty suburban, like small village uh, shopping centre vibe and then just oh, a lot yeah. of suburban yeah. housing. Big time. It's like a very, like, small town vibes. Everyone knew everyone. Mm. And even still to this day, actually, like, the funny thing, I asked my a few friends today, like, hey, like, do you, do you remember any stories about Wesley? Um, and I realised, like, oh, like, my core friends, like, Zoe and Shannon and Natalie, like, we all lived, like, on this same street. Wow. And, like, they're still my best friends. Yeah, that's crazy. And I haven't met a single friend since. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a sitcom or something. That's insane. Yeah, yeah and there was just, like, the local characters. Um, one local character that I'll mention, and then we can get into whatever you guys did, was um, I remembered um, this guy who lived on the street. His name was Ray. Oh. And he was kind of, like, a big guy on the street because a lot of Wesley was this one long road called Quarter Sessions Road. So you'd have to drive all the way down. It was, like, a five-kilometre long road. Um, and he would always be out and about. Everyone knew him, and he had a really big house. And the reason everyone knew him, and he was like quite wealthy in the area, was um, he made his fortune because he apparently invented those absorbent little mats in the bottom of meat trays. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. berries now as well. I guess yeah, he's diversified. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean by meat? It's got that little yeah. pad in there. He invented those. Wow. Yeah. They're all, they're always in um, raspberries, and it always mm. annoys me because you can't just run the water through it like a. Yeah, you know, some lubes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right. so you can complain to. Let's <laughs> <laughs> right. I, got a I know where he fucking lives. <laughs> <laughs> so he Big like house. he invented one thing, very successful. Every shop, every you know butcher uses it, and then he's just a millionaire, whatever, and just lives in Wesley, just walking around like the king. Yeah, he's just vibing. Kind uh, of. Rules. It's like a real life Romeo and Michelle's "I invented post it" yeah. story, yeah, totally. except real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to go on. Are people, are people driving past Ray? And they're like, "Yeah, what's up, Ray?" You know, are they yeah. like, "Oh, it's a lot of that on the whole street. Everyone knows everyone. Like, it's like, oh, hey, Ray." And there was also like one of my other good friends, Elise, um, the Tompkins family. They had three kids. And I swear, it was like a bit. It was like a, like every time I would drive past a house, at least one of them was out the front. Everyone <laughs> knew them. And he was like the local mechanic. And so he had like kind of an iconic car. It was like an aqua ute. And so he was always around. And like everyone knew everyone. It was like a small village. Yeah, yeah. that rules. I love the vibe. Yeah. It sounds like the Truman Show or something, you know, yeah. just like a little planned community and there's always needs to be someone out so with someone on camera yeah. you know mm. you're driving down the street and instead there. of the ocean it's like the bush right yeah. <laughs> you gotta go through the bush to get to the painted set yeah where i lived you could we had a deck onto the bush it was very like lovely beautiful we've got a drink here we've had this one before but it was so long ago and it's such a classic we've got to uh we indulged again yeah. but you you picked passion pop and you were um, very specific about flavoured Passion Pop, which us three being uh, such ancient dudes. Such cool guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd never heard of – I was just a familiar with the original. That's what we drank when I was young. But you've yeah. talked – like recently they're coming out with flavours. 
Oh, I think even when I was like 18, um, there were the flavours. I still would have been in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I guess I forget actually. Like just before we were talking about different areas here and you were like, oh, it's a great stuff. I'd love to buy there. So expensive. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just got to invent some sort of meat packaging tampon <laughs> thing. Yeah. Buy a hole in the middle of the country. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. I am young, beautiful. Um but no, there's, we're, we're drinking the original, which is delicious, by mm. the way. It's actually better than I remembered it. Yes, again. Mm. Yeah. Last totally. time we had it, I was like, this is better, I remember. And I, yeah. and I still thought it was a bit average. And I'm like, this is pretty fucking good. But it's not too bad. Yeah, there's mixed berry, I think, was like mixed berry and strawberry were two of the classic f- flavors that you could mm. get pretty much everywhere. But then, like, Passion Pop had a bit of a renaissance, I think, when I was like 20, 21 or so. And they were bringing out all these new flavors. There was a watermelon mm. and like oh, an yeah. apple crisp. And I remember like hunting different bottlers looking for like the apple flavored passion pop, and you couldn't get it anywhere. Right. Mm. But I did get it eventually. Do you reckon they were trying to ride on the recorder league? Like, remember when recorder leagues were huge? That makes sense. But that's cider. I mean, it's still. But I think, warm, but it's still right? like flavored. Yeah. It's pretty similar. And honestly, I reckon if you put this in a recorder league bottle and yeah, just gave sure. it to someone, <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't know. No, no, no way. No, you no, I, yeah, this definitely. is what I was saying recently because we had a guest who works for like a wine distribution company, and I was like, I think it's time to do the ultimate passion pop renaissance because now everyone's kind of old enough to look back at it nostalgically. And if you double the price and say, like, it's adult passion pop, we've added, like, a couple of flavors and no aftertaste, people would go nuts for it. It would be at every party and everyone would be like, I bought passion pop. And everyone would be like, this guy rocks. (laughs) Imagine if they made, like, a natty passion pop. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I mean. That's the vibe, I think. If you could find that somewhere. And it is, that's trademark still. It is community (laughs) notice for passion (laughs) pop. Jane will invent that and then be the town hero for the rest yeah. of his life. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, 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 Jamie, yeah, you're yeah. 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 <laughs> He said, let's make Passion Bot, but slightly better. <laughs> I'm like, where do I give you money? <laughs> People are like, you mean wine? Like, no, 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 no. Come on. That's worse. Yuck. <laughs> I, um, I did have a, f- I found a little quick story, but I wanted to talk about it because um, uh, I guess you're drinking this as a young teen. Did you live there when you were like old enough to go out as well? Or was it really just teenage years? I think it was... Um, by the, I think by the time I was 18, we just moved to like Normanhurst, which was still right. not far away. Same vibe though. Same vibe. Yeah, and yeah, my, yeah. a lot of my friends were still in Wesley as well. So yeah, okay. We can carry the vibe. Carry the vibe. But I had a story. I mean, it's a very silly story, but it's just a, well, it's nothing story. But it just made me th- think about it because uh, it's just a woman who got caught drink driving in Wesley. Um, <laughs> very drunk. And uh, they pulled her over and they saw that uh, she had bloodshot eyes and signs of bark and grass on her dress. And I'm like, don't <laughs> oh, even no. Breathalyzer. If you see bark and grass on a dress, <laughs> you're over. She blew through point three two seven in Wesley, and it would have. I mean, we, I saw the map of Wesley. Like she, she would have been on that street or whatever. You know, yeah. You people about. did love to hoon up that street because mm. it was so long. And I've just talking about Wesley has just dropped me right back. I'm saying hoon. I haven't heard that word <laughs> in yeah. twenty years, but there were hoons. <laughs> <laughs> Going over 40. Um, but I'm just thinking, like, as a girl, because I, I feel like the guys have a lot of, well, I and Drew has a lot of, like, youth drink driving stories in suburbia. Was that a, the girls I mean, do that? Show, but blow my spot up like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you probably told that story three times on the pod. Not me, I'm clean, baby. But uh, I feel like girls, you wait until you're in your late 30s and then there's always like a 39-year-old woman <laughs> yes, in the suburbs later. getting blind. This sounds like the around. start of a great 80s stand-up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I want, baby. Women be women like, driving, but only in their 30s. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my thing is I just don't know. Do girls drive their friends home drunk and they just don't get caught or whatever? Is it the sort of thing you have intent to buy 18 drink and passion no, pop and i didn't get my peas until i was i mean not much older but like 21 right. or something okay, okay. and no like never ever but also like i'm not like the coolest girl mm-hmm. on the quarter sessions road yeah. probably. <laughs> either is she to be fair yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> does it have a name in the story uh oh yeah bycroft is her last name bycroft yeah bycroft. don't know them mm. But 0.327, that's all. She said she that's had... That's near death. Yeah. She said she had five vodka drinks, which, like, that's a whole bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mixed herself. Well, I don't know. I reckon, like, because it does depend on, like, the 
your size and constitution. Yeah, it does a little bit, I but still. Yeah. Big, big blokes like me can get away with it, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> put them away pretty easy. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah. five thimbles of vodka. <laughs> yeah, Drew blew over like drinking mouthwash and spitting it out. That's how. <laughs> that can happen. Once um, when I, I was an Uber driver for a one hot summer mm. and I had um, <laughs> some people had just gotten out of my car, five people, and then I got pulled over for a RBT and I hadn't been drinking, of course, and they held it up and it detected alcohol in there and they were like, have you been drinking? And I was like, no, not at all. And then they had to get the tube out that I had to blow directly into yeah. because it like just from them being in my car oh, wow. minutes ago, the air had alcohol in it. <laughs> oh my Lord. So pre-COVID when no one thought that was possible that yeah. you could yeah, breathe yeah, in yeah, other yeah. people's air. Turns out. <laughs> <laughs> it sticks around. Yeah. yeah. Anyone ever, oh, I was going to say, anyone ever do a runner on your Uber, but that's a stupid guy. <laughs> Charles <laughs> just doing a runner on his I mean, passengers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh fucking hell! Oh, so yeah. What anyway. was it like driving yeah. Uber for a summer? It was all right. I mean, like the main problem was like you know I ended up running a red light and stuff, and then that's like four hundred bucks straight off the yeah. bat, oh, and like brutal. people always want you to pull over illegally in a bus lane, and then mm. they're like, oh you haven't been doing this for long, have you? And I'm like, yeah, I have like been driving for many years and I know that I'll lose my license yeah. if I pull over in a bus lane in front of a cop. Like I'm not a cab. Did it change your yeah. perception of being an Uber passenger? I mean, like I actually, the one thing that I'll tell everyone that I do now is like when I'm hailing an Uber, I make sure I'm somewhere that a car can stop. Mm. And that you think, of course. Yeah. yeah. But no, absolutely not. <laughs> People are on closed roads. <laughs> and they're like, why can't you be here? Just Dang on it. the harbour bridge and the passenger line. <laughs> yeah. up. You just pull up, put your hazards on. No. Uh, Stand somewhere so you can legally stop. I would have a nightmare being an Uber driver. I'm like a cautious driver. And like, mm. there's a right hand turn right near my house that pops out like near that 7 Eleven on Enmore Road. Mm-hmm. And it's notoriously busy all the time. And my Uber driver's always take it just shotgun out there and i'm just like man i'd be i'd be getting one star reviews just being like just wait (laughs) just wait and they're like go man i'm like 10 and 2 10 and 2 you know well that was my problem i think yeah as well too careful i had a guy i was i was a passenger in uber and he was trying to drop was trying to get dropped from somewhere in the north shore to um north sydney and he took the wrong turn and just took me over the bridge and just oh, kept driving. Yeah, and I'm no, sitting there like really mad. But I'm also like, I can just imagine this guy. So stressed. <laughs> he's like, oh, Dude. I don't know what to do here. And he's just like, oh, I'll figure this out. And then he ended up taking me all the way through the CBD, like this whole loop of the city. I'm doing oh, the tourist man. drive. And I'm like, that was a nice, when that happened to me as a passenger, I'm like, I would never do this. Cause yeah. that, that, I could see that happening. Yeah. And some guy just fuming in the There's back. There's nothing worse. I went, there was a, you know, Magic Mike, obviously yeah. a gig in King's Cross. One time I was driving there and by pure happenstance, I ended up missing the turn and going through the Cross City Tunnel three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it's like $40. And just the third time, I was like, fuck me. I'm glad there's no one else in this car. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it was worth it for that spot, though. Huge <laughs> <laughs> uh, loss. I, I mean, I surely have told the story when I got my Uber driver into what essentially was a high-speed chase one. Right? Oh. I, don't believe, I don't remember. Is that is that when you got in a fight and then the guys jumped in after you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I basically I was well, there was a guy speeding around. It was after a gig and I'd had a few um, passion pops and uh, <laughs> and this guy was like hooning this fucking hoon. Mm, yeah, I'm with you. He came around the roundabout and he was like skidding out. Oh, it's not on. And I was like, I hate this guy so much. And I had my I had like a backpack on and it was like a very hotted up car. And I used the backpack essentially like a matador's <laughs> mat. Like he was the bull. And I was like, yeah, dickhead, good on you, good on you. And then he, as he drove past, the backpack smashed into his car oh. and he pulled up pretty abruptly. You were asking for And I, yeah, I jumped in the back of the Uber and I was like, Let, we should go. We should definitely go now. Just take it. And he got out with a baseball bat and starts like <gasps> swinging. And like, and the Uber driver sees that. Something kicks into this guy's brain and he's like, I don't know if it was like a Jason Bourne situation, but he was like weaving in and out of streets, like going like taking corners. He did the thing where he went super fast into a hotel car park, turned the lights off and like did that skid park That's and awesome. while the guy was chasing us. And then he couldn't find us for ages. And the whole time he's yelling at me. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Drew's like $2 tip. Huh? <laughs> well, I'd also just be whispering in his ear the whole time being like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It was seen. super cool. And we got home and then um, 
because Hannah ordered it, she got a warning letter from Uber the next day. (laughs) (laughs) You can't be acting like that, Hannah. I don't know if I want, I'll blow up the spot, but we have a friend who drove, who had a summer of love driving Uber as well. And one time he was driving out and he wasn't having a particularly good time, but one time he was driving down the road in Surrey Hills where the Norfolk is and he got a ding to pick it up and he was like, okay, accept. And then he saw who it was and he saw who was really close to her and it was Becky Lucas, past guest, very good comedian. And he was so embarrassed that he rejected the fit. As soon as he said that, I was like, that is very you. And also, I would do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't his photo pop up and like your driver? I is... think it might. And he was like, I was hoping it was just so short that she had no idea. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she knows. Sure she's screenshot. Yeah, he's been in group chats for years for that, probably. Oh, that's so funny. Um, I want to talk about a famous resident very briefly before I mm-hmm. spin off into tangents. I'm, I'm getting into Catholic theology debates in, in here. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I'm not even lying. This That's is a, an insane story. Start the stopwatch. Well, we? um, it's it's basically Mel Gibson, I found out, used to live in Wesley. I saw that. I've seen that on the wiki page and I've heard it. Definitely no overlap with me. I think it may have been years and years and years yeah. I mean, surely it was when he, yeah, he, he first moved there yeah. when he was a kid. He probably lived there for like five minutes. But um, I started doing a bit of research on Mel as... I'm sure we all know he's he's got some pretty loopy ideas. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, where where does he get these ideas? <laughs> um, I, and I asked where him. Where does he get them from? And I asked him on my own podcast. Where, where do you get your ideas? Um, I, I'll end up looking into his dad because I read a lot of people talk about how his dad was a bit of a sort of batshit insane guy and that's where a lot of his, like, anti-Semitism and stuff comes from. And so I, uh, I looked into this guy, Hutton Gibson. He's an old man, so he's a former Wesley resident, Hutton. Um and just like a little sampler, he's very, very anti-Semitic, very, um, like, he hasn't met a conspiracy theory, he hasn't just dived fully on board with. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, uh, like, he's a regular guest on these, like, political um, right-wing, like, radio shows in the States. Wow. Um, so he... And is he just calling in as, like... Random uh, audience member well, is he like, hey, I'm Hutton Gibson. You might know my son Mel. <laughs> no, give me some airtime, baby. Wesley resident. He's a long time like uh, newsletter guy, so he sends out a newsletter and right. he's he's like put them all into um, like books and sold them. So he's Whoa, like, that's a red flag. Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> Just being a guy and having a newsletter, if you're not like trying to have it as a vehicle for any other kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, huge like, red flag. Just at home on your couch, like these thoughts can't be just kept to myself. <laughs> yeah. I need other people to subscribe to this. Um, but basically, he's got a he's really um, against the Second uh, Vatican Council, which was like happened in the '60s. And was sort of like the Catholic Church, their attempts to like modern, modernize and reach out to other interfaith dialogues and all this kind of stuff. He hates it because he's like Catholic supremacy, very like, um, I'll give you just a little sampler. In August uh, 2010, he appeared on the political cesspool. That's a radio <laughs> show. Um, during which he made a widely discussed allegation that Pope Benedict the Sixteenth is a homosexual. Oh, and wow, that, big call. Uh, direct quote, half the people in the Vatican are queer. Is that news? (laughs) (laughs) Nowadays, if he says that nicely, it sounds progressive and cool. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Um, He claimed the Pope was a Freemason in the same interview. Like he just—he's very obsessed with this kind of stuff. He loves the United States should uh, the states should secede from the federal government. So he's like very much a break up the United States of America kind of guy. Um, A week before the Passion of the Christ was released. Um, he jumped on another talk show and basically said the Holocaust was fabricated and mostly fictional. Oh. So I don't know what the true parts were, but he, he, he said that the Jews had simply emigrated to other countries. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, they went on Kentucky and stayed. En masse. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he just like, there's heaps of stuff like that about him just going off about, you know, how can it be 6 million? And then his wife will jump in and be like, there's weren't even 6 million in the hole. Like just absolutely batshit. Um, and he thinks that September 11 happened by remote control. So like not even, I don't know how that one works. Just remote control planes. Um, but my, yeah, my favorite is the, this like anti like Catholic traditionalist stuff where he just hates the new, um, church, which he basically says that the, the new Catholic church is a Masonic plot backed by the Jews. Um, and he's released newsletters like to this effect, like I said, and he's um, basically gathered all his collected writings, put these books out. There's three collections. Uh, the Enemy is Here, exclamation point. 
Uh, the enemy is still here! <laughs> <laughs> Exclamation point. Still one. I, I would have gone double. Uh, and my favourite uh, is the Pope Catholic. That's fine. <laughs> Which, yeah, <laughs> because that's guy. yeah, that's a phrase that you say like obviously yes, and he's like no, no, he's, no he's not, and he's yeah. here. He's, not, he's a Freemason. It's crazy that it took so long for Mel's anti-Semitism to become. Yeah, so I know. Right? I like know. it seems like it would have been bubbling there for so. Long. And also, I have so much more not respect for Mel, but now like you sort of have a bit of sympathy for him to be. You know, people oh, are like raised by lunatics. Oh, I've got all these problems because my mum was a bitch, sort of thing. It's yeah. like. I mean, this guy, he could almost pass off some of the things he's, he said. Mel's yeah. shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, if that's your dad, you're like, oh, yeah, there's no totally, way you're that totally. straight-laced, yeah. right? It's crazy. Absolutely. God. And also, do you I mean, do you guys know anything about the Freemasons? Are um, they bad? Are yeah, they? It's, I, I was just going to say that. I think it's one of those things people throw in there to confuse you. Mm. Masons. And, it's, just and a, it's just a club. Like it's, it's a weird yeah. club. Because I think my granddad is a Mason. Yeah, and it's just because... If you know a guy, if you're both Freemasons and he owns this place, he might be able to hook you up with a job down there. It's like it's very just yeah. – it's a club. It's just like an old man Old thing. man club, they totally. They like a little handshake. Yeah. Yeah. We, I gigged at one once, like a Freemason. <gasps> um, oh, wow. Okay. They had a dinner and it was organised by this guy who was desperate to be accepted by the Masons. Such a dork, and he um, he was like Andrew Bensley on the line. <laughs> <push> <laughs> well, it, was just, it was in Canberra, and he, he just reached out to the Canberra Comedy – group and we just mm. were like yeah we'll give you some guys and we went and um just fucked around i went and like explored the whole um like building but they had like the weird temple rooms and weird like chairs and all the signs yeah. and stuff and i was like man this rules running around having a look and we just had like free pierce free food everything and then um a friend of mine and uh former comedian greg kimball he's just hammered and he's, he was like a few years older than us so at the time he would have been like probably even even slightly older than me now like mid to late 30s and he's like, you just they're like fuck eyed, and we'd all done pretty good at the gig, and they were all drunk. And he had Greg had to like go and give an award out to someone. It was that was part of he was the MC. Best handshake, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for yeah, firmest handshake. <laughs> and he just he just leans over to me and Danny, and he's just like, just can barely see straight. And he's like, oh, when they call me up on stage, I'm gonna just trip over. It's gonna be so funny. <laughs> and we're dying. I was like, do it. <laughs> and this is like, oh, we got MC back up here, Greg, to do the awards. And this dude, and he's big. He just ran full pelt at the stage, booted it, and then just like smashes it. And people are getting up to hell. Like, oh my God. <laughs> what a dumb prank. Because he's clearly drunk. Everyone just thinks he tripped over. I love it. It's almost like he's like, fuck, I'm so drunk. I'm probably going to trip over. I better set this up as an intentional yeah, prank to my boys. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, well, yeah. So, Gibson basically. This sent me down a bit of a rabbit hole about this whole thing because there's groups that are just like very anti. There's like this schism in the church where it's like they went too modern. We want we're traditional. They don't do the mass in Latin anymore. We want to bring that back. All this Can't kind they of just stuff. be happy about anything? It's like they, they're upset at the Jews. They're upset <laughs> at the <laughs> fucking Catholics. It's um, like just Gibson's especially critical of Pope John Paul II, uh, who he calls garrulous, carolus, the Quran kisser. Because <laughs> no, yeah, be worse than that. Yeah, because he reached out and was like, "Hey, we can have an interfaith dialogue with uh, you know Islam," and he's like, "Absolutely not, Garrulous Carolus. Um And he yeah, he's got this whole sort of like, um, I guess like I don't know laundry list of issues that he has with the church. But it kind of the the subgroups got me interested, and there's three of three main of them. I cannot and will not even attempt to pronounce what the insanely weird Latin names, the last of it, which is like conclavists. And they have the most extreme position. They basically think that all the popes are like the antichrist they're, they're, and they want their own popes and they often elect their own popes, um, which brings me to Pope Michael. Oh, no. Who's the current, he's the current pope. He's the usurper. So he's, is he the unofficial pope? He's, the, he's like the shadow pope. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Albanese of popes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was born on uh, September 22, 1959 in Oklahoma City, um, brought up by devout Catholic parents, much like Mel Gibson. Um, and so basically they were all, they were like very in on this. This is, um, his name's David Bowden or Borden. Um, and they started following this traditionist movement um, that was founded by this French archbishop. Call me another fashion pop. Um, it was a Society of St. Pius uh, X. And so he started running this, uh, sorry, attending this um, seminary uh, in Michigan. And then for what he's only described as infighting, uh, he was dismissed from the society, which I reckon that's straight away a red flag. Mm. You're like, 
I'm pretty traditionalist. I went to the seminary. They were they were in there was too much infighting, yeah, so I had to leave. I had to go. And I was like, dude, another. you're insane. So that like they booted him out. Uh, and then on July 16, 1990, uh, operating under the assumption that there was no current legitimate pope, um, David Bowden or Borden held a papal uh, conclave in a modified thrift store in Bellevue, Kansas, <laughs> and was elected pope by six people. <laughs> Including himself and his parents. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so he did the whip around. <laughs> way to swing the vote. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, so since then, he's been running this, like, website where he's just like, I'm the actual Pope. This Pope's legitimate. Wow. Um, and the last, the last thing I've heard from him is he runs this website uh, and he claims to have, direct quote, 30 solid followers. <laughs> <laughs> solid. Yeah, he's got a couple no of fucking... part-timers. <laughs> they're all there. Man. But yeah, it's hey, insane. I think we need more to... More than Jesus had. Yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah. We need to, uh, I think we need to throw out to Ray to see if Mel and... Uh, what's the dad's name? Hutton. Hutton. Hutton, Hutton yeah. Because if, if they're in Wesley, Hutton. Ray would know him, right? Oh, you'd think so. Yeah. You'd think the older Wesley residents may know. I mean, and then on other celebrity things, did anyone uncover anything? Did you guys find out about um, Don's party? I did yeah. see that, but I didn't dive into it. I, I, yeah, I haven't I, seen that movie for ages. Mm. I saw it once when I was like 16 or 17. Because well, it's, it's set there, right? Yeah. yeah, just like iconic Australian film based on a play about like swingers basically it had um graham kennedy i think oh. and a few other australian legends and it was filmed in a house in wesley oh, and i forgot cool. and i've been to the house and everything because it was um the people who owned it were friends with my brother mm. um and i remember my mom went over there one day and she was like oh this is a cool like she just like didn't connect and then she was <laughs> like oh my god it's a don's party house wow. <laughs> but it, like the people who lived there they were like quite they're lovely people but like you know straighty 180 kind of people um, so that was that's a quirky did, fun fact. Did they not? Did they not know when they bought it? I think they knew, but they were just like, they "Oh just, yes, I heard there was a film here." Right. You yeah. know? So the film's about swingers because I haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, the film is because the, f- the play is set in somewhere in Melbourne, and they moved the location for the movie, and also like just ramped up the sex for the movie as well. So it just is a lot of nudity, right? Yeah. From what I understand, it's like a raunchy seventies, and it's all political as well. Like it, there's yeah. like political debates, but then they all. It's based on an Australian play, and who is it? I should know. I did it at uni. Um, but would that have clashed with? Because like the swingers stuff, I'd, I've never obviously seen in real life, or even know anyone would do it. But it, that's where it would happen, right? Weird, quiet suburbia where totally. no one would really suspect that it's not happening yeah. in downtown yeah. Newtown, sort of thing. Was that? Do you reckon that like people were upset that Wesley had this that sort of smear on it no no it wasn't a thing like, it was more like, a celebrity thing yeah, like that's great it, it was, was just kind of cool like yeah. i said it's not the north shore very <laughs> distinct <laughs> i mean it was still a very like liberal area of course yeah, liberal, yeah i yeah. mean not liberal liberal but like liberal party mm. um but no it wasn't like conservative or anything yeah so i wanted to bring up we asked your podcast co-host conchetta yeah. if he had any lauren bonner stories and she went to your girlfriends who sent Quite a few voicemail <laughs> memos about your youth. And uh, I know on Twitter and social media, you're a big advocate of the little chocolate treat or the little treat in general. Absolutely. So we have a voicemail from your friend Shannon, I believe, we'll about, yep. about just, just the links you'll go to for a little treat. Amazing. Okay, I'll, I'll, <clears throat> I'll, I'll send you my audio files. Um, the boost story's not that funny, but, like, it was really funny at the time. But basically, like, she and I would often go to Hornsby after school to, like, get a treat. Like, on Monday afternoon was, like, our thing that we did. Of course. And one time we were, like, she was, like, I really, really want boost juice. Like, that was, like, like her goal for the day. Like, she was obsessed. Like, all day we were talking about the boost juice. <laughs> we go to Hornsby. We finally, like, get the boost. It's, like, right at the end of the day. Um, it was, like, 5 o'clock or something. We walk outside and, like, I don't know, she just kind of trips. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> We've got a two-parter. Fucking <laughs> 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 cliffhanger well, ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next week. Oh. Hold on. It just keeps going, guys. Happened, but she just dropped the whole full boost juice. She hadn't <laughs> taken a single sip of it <laughs> oh, outside no. on the ground at Hornsby Westfield Fountain. And, like, we couldn't get a new boost because it was, like, Right at the end of the day, and he was just like so devastated, like, <laughs> and cried. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, 
if you heard that last bit, but it your friend really just casually funny. goes, she cried. It was really funny. <laughs> and so was it Shannon, the friend? It was my friend Shannon. And so she had a boost juice and you just spilled it. Maybe she didn't even have a boost juice, but I just wanted to get a boost juice. Yeah. And I got one. And also, like, you guys remember, like, I, I worked in high school. I worked at McDonald's. But then I think this was in year 12 when it happened. And I wasn't working at McDonald's at the time anymore. I'd quit for the HSC, of course. I had to focus so I'd get into my arts degree. <laughs> 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 and so, like, $8 was a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. So I bought this, like, $8 smoothie. And then I dropped the whole thing. I was beside oh, myself. Yeah. And there's nothing else that's going to satisfy a boost no. craving. It's no. boost or nothing. And also, like, now as an adult, I like I understand that like I will get very upset if like my food is wrong or something. But now like my strategy, which what happened like the last best time I can think of it happening was like I when I was like in New York or something and I bought this bagel and I got it and it like wasn't toasted, it was bad. And instead of being like, I'm in New York and I got a really bad bagel, I just like took one bite and I was like, No. And I just threw it in the bin, and I just bought another one that was better. And I was like, <laughs> let go, just replace yeah, it. Yeah, but back yeah. then I was like, I can't buy another eight dollar smoothie, even if I could, and it was closed. And was there a public were you was it embarrassing? because it's embarrassing to fall <laughs> anyway. But was that like so low on the list compared to the boost? Yeah, I wonder craving. actually, I don't even know if I fell because as well, can you believe like I don't remember anything I've done in my whole life, but I can remember this moment distinctly. <laughs> <laughs> the emotional impact. I think I didn't draw I didn't fall. I was like on my phone or something and I had my binder, you know, like your um folder of all your yeah. school oh, folder. Yeah. And I was holding it on my hip and I put the boost on top of it, like kind of balancing oh, it. Oh come on. Yeah. That's Dancing with the devil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was an idiot. Okay. And it fell off that I didn't actually fall, so I just watched it fall and then it splattered on the ground. Oh, and how did Shannon react? Was she like this is very funny or was she consoling you being like it's that there'll be other boost juices lauren yeah probably i think you know just shock um, <laughs> did this change your friendship group yeah, forever yes, absolutely no we probably had a she would have had a laugh about it but you know in the same way shannon is someone who does fall over a lot and <laughs> <laughs> to this day i will bring up great falls she's had so she just oh, remembers man. this one because yeah. it's the one she's got in the arts <laughs> yeah she, when you went looking she probably flicked it off your folder yeah. just to get you back did you ever hold a boost juice like that again no yeah I, I once went to get a little treat at gloria jane's i was desperate for a little white chocolate mocha i was like this would be <gasps> so good that was my drink yeah too. it's the that best. was my drink white yeah. chocolate mocha like no even question of what milk is it it's just full cream didn't yeah, know yeah. about anything else well, did, did i put like five extra sugars in it Shit. i think i recently like calculated how many calories that would be and it was horrific it's, it's, it's an insane amount without the sugar as yeah, well yeah just having just a full cup of milk is like that's enough <laughs> and there, yeah. there is coffee in a mocha right yeah, yeah. but the gloria jeans version is sweet because i just found a cafe recently like right around the corner from me that does white chocolate mochas and i was like <gasps> the dream is back <laughs> And this one was like much more coffee with a hint of white chocolate. Uh, I was like, yuck. I guess this is a grown-ups version of the drink. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I had spent all morning and I was like, oh, I've got my $4. I'll drive down to Norwest and I'll get a little white chocolate mocha. It's going to be my little treat. I'll take it home with me. And you know, at Gloria Jeans, they call your name and they, they just put the coffee up without the lid on. And your job is to put the lid on. Yeah. Put the lid on. For an amateur. Yeah. <laughs> Press it. The cup goes flying across the counter. Tips all over the floor. So also makes a huge mess all over the floor and a very busy Gloria Jean. So I just had to sit there being like, my coffee fell on the floor. <laughs> they did they like, give you a fresh they one? They did give me a oh. fresh one. <laughs> <laughs> <But laughs> now on every time that like, if I'm with someone and I would go to a Gloria Jean's, I'd be like, can you put the lid on for me, please? <laughs> yeah. Or like, or the other option, if I'm by myself, I take like 15 minutes looking at it like a structural yeah. engineer, like bending down, trying Just to fit it on, trying with the dog. Yeah, he carries like, a glue gun with him. <laughs> this is not happening to me again. It's oh. dangerous and dropping food is devastating. And I feel like if you're with a friend or something and you can, you can laugh, but it's also like, this is another dropping food story that is like the proof of how important it is to me, I think. I um I think this was in uni and I was like writing my thesis. I was doing honors. I was really stressed. It was at the tail end and I went to Macquarie Center and I got a plate of noodles and I like paid extra to get vegetables and everything. And I was having a really bad day and I was carrying them on a tray and I dropped the tray or something and the noodles went everywhere. And I was like in this restaurant and I was like, I just can't even deal with this. Like, <laughs> and I just like put the tray, I just left. I just left. <laughs> and I like went to the bathroom and I was like upset and I was like, oh my God, I dropped my noodles. I can't even deal. I, like I was like, and then I texted my boyfriend at the time and he was like, oh, and he was like not sympathetic at all. And he was like, grow up. Like, what do you mean? Just go buy some more noodles. And I dead set like 
cheated on him and done it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, ex-boyfriend yeah. for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to know how devastating that's it is when song, food yeah. goes on the floor. It's like that's a red flag that you don't understand that this is yeah. important to me. Macquarie Center is so busy as well. So it's yes. Like, I know, I've worked there for like crazy. five years. It's like even in the morning, like if you drop food, people are going to see that and be like, oh, God. Mm. <sighs> I think the worst for me, I think I might have told this story, is I literally walked into a party with a case full of stubby beers with my mates and was carrying it. And it was like walking into this party <laughs> as it was like just peaking <laughs> and just like, hey, everybody. And just as I said that, the bottom of the whole case was like... <laughs> 24 <laughs> bottles of like VB just smashed all over the floor. I'm holding this empty carton of beer and um, I'm looking around and it was so lame because not only like did obviously I waste all my beer and my friend's beer, um, the mum of the who owned the house was upstairs hiding away like, oh, let my daughter throw a party sort of thing. I, I won't be, I'll be the, la I'm the lame mum so I'll stay out of the way. And she heard this smash and then had to come down and like clean up all the glass <laughs> with me. So I'm on my knees helping her clean up glass. All my friends are in the party laughing at me and I'm just sweeping up glass while oh. this poor sweet old lady is just like, That's oh, it's okay, man. It's fine. Don't worry about this. Fucking <laughs> hell. Oh. Oh. I, I can't remember dropping publicly dropping food anyway, but I definitely remember walking to work early, like super early one morning and stopping at Macca's for a um, sausage and egg McMuffin and um, just – that, again, it's like a boost, like that craving for like a, a sausage and egg muffin. Nothing's going to hit the spot. Unwrapping it and I'm walking across this square in um, the main sort of CBD of Canberra when I was working at the cinema and just went for the bite and a fucking bird just comes down <laughs> and snatches the fucking <laughs> thing out of my head. And the, I, had, I was so shocked that a bird would assault me like that. What are you, Daffy Duck? I only drew whatever I lost food story <laughs> and involves an animal. It got me good. Man, I think the angriest I've ever seen my dad uh, was like, I used to, I, I played, I played. <laughs> when I told him I'm starting a podcast. Yeah, I was like, when it's he had a sausage notice board. Well, they're going to say when I swooped in an 80s sausage ring muffin <laughs> out of his hand. I mean, I would totally do that. Swoop. But like, I played, in year 10, I played American football for one season. And I was, I was, I was, I was a lot. The, on the, on the, and on the NFL radar at all. Were they? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was scouted. I was tall. Uh, and I'm not a tall man now, but then I was like tall, very, yeah. I was, yeah, I was very little. I was like small and Drew. Um, what? Yeah, and so I just get pounded every week into the ground. Yeah, I was six one, and you know you have to wear like the full protective stuff. It's very fucking heavy. But because hardly anyone played American football, like you don't think of it when you're a kid. You just think of how far it is. But my dad had to drive me to all these ridiculous places, and like training was in Dremoyne, which was far from Kellyville. You know, oh, that's like an yeah. hour drive. <laughs> she had to drive me there every week. Like I, the nearest game we had was like in Wollongong. So we got <laughs> the nearest, nearest game. game. Yeah, Why yeah. did you play this? Uh, there was just like one year we all got really into the NFL and then someone was like, you know, they actually let you play it. And we were like, yes. <laughs> and we thought it. we were so cool. You know, we were coming to school because we played for University of Technology, Sydney, UTech represent. And so we had our little playbooks <laughs> and we'd take them to school and be like, yeah, we're just studying our plays. We're athletes, you know. Wow. It was oh like sports God. cosplay for you. You're pretty much pretending to be I athlete. can play sport. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, your poor dad was just so excited that you wanted to play any sport. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'll yeah. drive to Dremont. <laughs> Anywhere to get him out of the house. Like he's dressing like... <laughs> Like Buffy again upstairs. Uh, <laughs> oh, put your helmet on, mate. <laughs> yeah, but the anger is so sorry. It's got nothing to do with me actually playing, but because like you had to drive such a long way, like on the way home, we'd get dinner at like drive through Max. And there used to be this place in Lane Cove called like the Space Station, which was this gigantic like gas station that also had a Macca's in it. It was a very popular destination for people to go to, like if you had a concert in the city and we're heading back like North Shore Way. And it's kind of like in and out. Like once you're out of this McDonald's drive-thru, you are back on like a three-lane highway and mm. you can't just turn back if something goes wrong. So we order our burgers and we get like – my dad gets like this special, which is like this new McChicken burger. 
and we're driving out slowly and he opens it up because we're going to eat it while we're driving and he opens it up and it's just a bun with nothing in it. Oh. <laughs> like they'd just forgotten it and we're just on this three-lane highway. He's punching the top of the car. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like I'm laughing. Like I'm 16 years old. We're like, I can't believe they did that oh, to you. Like I've got no. a burger here. I'm eating it. Jamie's it's like, got two slices <laughs> on his. <laughs> yeah. I forget to mention that beforehand I stole the McChicken out and uh, the had it for myself. Room. I was like, I did a little treat. But yeah, he was How do you furious. fuck that up? Oh, that's yeah, that's what he was saying. He's like, how do you fuck it up? And I was like, you're scaring me, but also this is very funny. Was he a dick to them? Or was it like... No, it's just like a norm. It was just, I guess, like an honest mistake. Just they went through the station, they didn't put the filling on it. Like no filling. It was just two pieces of bread. That's oh. so funny. Oh, that's brutal. Even he- like wrapping that up, you were like, this is Do not as hefty as... Yeah. I was terrible. I were obviously... I was I terrible at having you. I famously, <laughs> I famously worked at McDonald's for three shifts and I was uh, wrapping the burgers. I was the worst. At. Like every time they... Because they show you how to do it and they do it really fast. Yeah, they go... Yeah, and they show you, and you're like, great, that does not help at all. I still can't wrap presents. Like, I did it for my wife's birthday today, and, like, I tactfully put it so that the nice part is on the top, and at the bottom it's just, like, crunched up in the hole. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, I couldn't do that. So, like, or it would be, like, busy in Castle Towers lunch rush, and they'd be like, send a burger down. I'd be like, okay, I've wrapped it. And then you just slide, slowly stop halfway, unwrap. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, on the, and they're like, Jamie, sweep the floors instead. And I'd be like, that I can do. And then I got in trouble for not sweeping right as well. How um How is your wrapping technique? You said you worked at the Donalds. Um, I was not back area. I'm a girl. So oh, I was on the counter in the drive-thru. So yes. jealous of the counter. Yeah, yeah. Still you gender probably, stereotypes. There were yeah. some, you know, they would profile. I think that if you worked at my McDonald's, they would have mm. put you on the counter then. They case. probably would have been like, he plays American football. Yeah. Let's put him in the <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, yeah. Yeah. This guy's like, a jock, man. Get him out front. <laughs> <laughs> um, was that your first job, McDonald's? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I worked there for at least two or three years through Damn. high school. It was all right. One year for every Jamie shifts. Yeah. That you are. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do my time. <laughs> Did you get up to manager status? No, never, never, never. It's I, so um, weird when you go to a McDonald's as an adult and you see the manager and you're like, you are like 17 years old. Yeah. This is crazy. It's a, a restaurant run by little kids. And it's like, how is anything getting done? It's insane. Yeah. And it's like just the social hierarchy as well. Like I know like it, the girls that went on to be managers were also like the hot mean girls as well like of mcdonald's and i was like <laughs> i don't know like am i jealous am i like, i don't want to be a mcdonald's manager i guess but no I, don't. I did quit before year 12 so my saving grace the hell out of there I, I have a story uh, a bit of a i don't know you might know about this one lauren mm. um about the kid who went missing in the bush in westley yeah for ages he was so this kid he was like te- he was a teenager he Ran away from home, from what I can gather. Being there, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of throwing to you after this. I know you've got some stories. But I think this kid would have outlasted you or you would not have lasted. He went missing. They filed for him missing November 27th. It's 2012. He was found eight weeks later. Holy fuck. Yeah. He, he did not have That's any gear. He didn't. He, did, he had the shirt on his back, didn't have a phone, didn't take any food with him or anything. Eight, they had a full helicopter looking, and this is in the bush behind. I had the wrote the street here, but um, uh, E L O U E R A Road. Elura? Elura Road. Oh yeah, Elura Road. Yeah, okay. So, but it was it was um, like, but basically, that just it was close to that quarter place that you said. But quarter basically, seems, yeah. you just like I think you said you lived on the bush, right? It just seemed like he like he had a house on the edge of the bush. And he just walked into the bush. Yeah. Like, I'm running away from home. See you later. Went out there. He went, apparently, he was like 200 meters away from houses. Mm. Like, either the whole time or he's found there and was there for eight weeks. I've got to respect the commitment. That's, yeah, that's it's, great. Um, that, I'm looking at it now. And so, like, that whole, it's um, Barawa National Park, I think. And it's like, Right at the bottom of my street, you really could just like walk out of my my street and walk down the road, and then your people would be bushwalking. Yeah, there was like the fish ponds, um, a kind of a big spot, and it's like all water and stuff. But it is like it's kind of a narrow strip. It's not like a huge and national this, park. Yeah, yeah, and this is it's a bit of a mystery, and I don't know if there's more to it, and no one's reporting on it. But basically, they're saying they've sort of said that the de- detectives think there's more to this, but they don't. They need to talk to him, and it has no been reported on it. Maybe you're staying with someone. Well, the thing is, he was found. No, because he was in the bush. He was found. He had lost 50% of his body weight. 
Oh my yeah. god! He, he he lost. He was down to like he <laughs> was a man. Like, <laughs> like, I'm getting on the bushwalk again. Allura, <laughs> we are um, writing it down. <laughs> so he gone to Wesley this weekend. He may not for eight weeks have been in that bush, but he was for a good amount of time. He said he was drinking because you can only last a couple of days without water. He was drink. There's a river down there or something. Yeah, there is. So he was drinking out of this river. They said he might have been eating frogs oh my and Lord. snails and stuff. Um, French restaurant. <laughs> it, this is, by the way, this is between November. He's right. He's right. Go. Uh, November till January. This is summer. summer yeah. No yeah. shelter. He didn't have a little like Mozzie's you know. Galore. He didn't have a, a survivor style shelter or anything. He was just down there. And, um, and he, looked, he doesn't look like a survival. He yeah, doesn't look he, like Bear grill. He was an accounting student at yeah. Castle, Ray, uh, Castle uh, where is it? Castle Hill uh, TAFE or something like that? Oh, because oh, that's, that's um, he went to my school. I think that looks like a Pennant Hills High School photo. And I think oh, I, I oh. vaguely remember this kid. Um, I remember that happening. I think um, he, he, like, he wasn't strictly special needs or anything but he did like have some issues yeah i think they sort of hinted he might have yeah, had asperger's he, or something yeah, you had, know yeah um but he like i mean he ran away from home and the, but they i think they probably went oh he'll come back or something and then mm. they just couldn't find him they had helicopter searches and like you were saying that or they says in the article that like where they found him like if he was there the whole time people would have seen him because it's like only just near some bush tracks so either he was hiding from people as they came down like constantly for eight weeks or he was hiding way deeper or somewhere else and came back and then was found. But in any case, like he was in this in this area for yeah, for a long, long time. He's not said what he did? Obviously. Well, it just hasn't been. Maybe it was just a personal thing and they didn't come out. I mean, they're not just like, gossiping about it. But in any case, he survived. And, he, and they're like, That's look, crazy. he's going he's to yeah. be fine. He's eight just weeks. extremely yeah. dehydrated. And yeah, he lo- he was... He went from he ended up weighing about forty kilos. He he, oh he was like seventy kilos down to forty, and so like he he was clearly in there for a long while. <laughs> Jamie's like, do they say he was ripped? Like, <laughs> 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 was pecs. So uh, what was the longest crazy. you'd managed to run away from home, Drew? Uh, uh, probably oh, three hours, <laughs> <laughs> but I did it a lot. So. Helicoptered out of there as well. <laughs> yeah. I'd no, I'd run away, but then I'd come back and hide on the roof, and then just stay there for another couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> just wow. to break your break your record, just to be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I can't be seen. Me this time. Did you yeah. ever threaten a runaway from home, Lauren? I don't think I did. No, at least not like unless maybe when I was like, you know, four years old as a joke, <laughs> 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 not as a teen. <laughs> I was trying to think of other news stories, and then like that one. I mean, it's yeah, there's that one, but I don't know. It's not too sad. There was some others. There's like um. People did, like, some people died in that bush area near the fish ponds. I remember oh, right. there was a woman who, and it was, like, witnessed by some guys in my grade, actually. It was, like, traumatising because there was the fish ponds. You People would, like, jump off the rock into the water and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this woman, I think, jumped off the rock and was, like, impaled on a tree branch. Oh, oh what? Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. And then. Ouch. watching that. One. Yeah. It was, like, again, another, we'll just breeze over it because it's not fun podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, murder suicide. I did see something about that. That one. That was yeah. a big drug situation. Well, there was. A, this is how dumb I am. I saw, like, two men were found shot in a house and I was like this oh wow gold. they both pulled a gun at the same time and shot each other and I'm like this is going to be interesting it's like clearly one guy shot one and then <laughs> yeah. shot himself but I thought it was like West Draw like bang you know? <laughs> that so, would be cool yeah, I was like that's cool story <laughs> yeah. both of them shot each other no one's the victim they're both murderers but no, no unfortunately there was a drug thing and it's funny because I was like yeah, that's, that suburbia hides a lot of and one of them had a drug lab, a, a cannabis lab in um, in Wesley. In the house, yeah. yeah. And that was my, oh, maybe I don't know if I should talk about this, but no, I, I don't know, it was 100 years ago. When my brother was like kids, he was friends with like the kid brother of this guy. And Yo. so like I'd been to the house and everything. Wow. Like we'd be, all been around there and everything. Shit. And like all we knew about the big brother was like, we thought it was really cool. He had like a Subaru WRX and stuff. And, yeah, like, he's an up and coming Ray. <laughs> yeah, it was sick. But then that was quite tragically ended. Wow. But then, okay, then we'll do a fun, <laughs> <laughs> but still crazy. And, but it's like an everyone's okay kind of story. Mm-hmm. Um, was another, a friend's little sister. Um, we had on our high school while I was in high school, that was that time when New South Wales was get, putting those big fences around all the public yep, schools. Yep, Do you remember when it used to just be like oh, a waste yeah, high yeah, fence? Yeah, yeah. But then they Drew po- still couldn't get over it. <laughs> 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 With a Drew had the pole vault. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. 
but they put those big spiked <laughs> yeah. fences yeah. that I think were like originally designed for like South African like internment camps or Jesus something. But then they were like, "This is great for <laughs> schools." <laughs> yeah. But they have the spikes at the top. Yeah. And um, my friend's little sister was probably in year ten or something at the time, and they wanted to cut through the school one night when they were like out, you know, getting up to mischief and tomfoolery and whatnot. Mm. And she and they were with boys, and they cl- three of them climbed over, and then she was climbing over slipped, impaled her calf, her leg, oh. on the thing and was hanging upside oh, down by her leg. Fun. <laughs> 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 on the spike. Ouch. And so oh, they had to hold her there while they're waiting for an ambulance. She's fine. She was fine. but And she's like, she's a very tall, like, model-esque girl. So she's not like this tiny little girl they could just hold up. She's like probably like 5'11 or 6 feet tall. Mm. And so she was hanging up there and then they had to like, the ambulance came because they couldn't get her off because she was, imp- her leg was <laughs> impaled and then the ambos had to come and like lift her up off the fence <gasps> oh, and God. stitch her oh, leg up. So that was a local scandal. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> I remember that was, those fences were cr- like insanely yeah. controversial when they went up. Well, because then it's like that happened and it was like, oh, so like this is what you wanted to happen, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, well, when kids jump over them, they'll spike themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But I, what I, was it? I guess it was a stop. Obviously, kids breaking like smashing windows and stuff. Was like it breaking that. in or breaking out during school hours? I'm just breaking in. Can't. Depends on how you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of a deep thinker this part. <laughs> These walls keeping us out. Of <laughs> <laughs> this is why Neil Young wants us off Spotify. <laughs> I did tell my my, um, my first my first day of high school, like the first day of Year Seven, when they put us in the Year Seven pen because we had a big high school <laughs> in the pen. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know if. My high school is like the year sevens all sat in this one area, not a pen, okay. but like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know about your guys. <laughs> school, it was kind of a cave. <laughs> yeah. You'd wrap all your bottle on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Feeding time. Um, <laughs> but we had this big um, you know, wood chipped sort of area where it was just like, oh, the year sevens can go there. And then, then year eight, you had like none of the other years could come and kick the year sevens out because we had like five different primary schools that all come into one. Right. So it's sort of like, so all the year sevens can get to know each other yeah. sort of thing. First day, we're sitting there eating our, you know, fucking Dunkaroos or whatever, like little babies in this huge <laughs> school, intimidated by everything. And and this was pre-big fence, so just the little fence. And uh, these we just see this commotion and this car pulls up out the front and then three or four big, you know, to me, enormous, but they were 18-year-olds, year 12 kids from another school, pull up, get out, run, jump the fence, and then we turn and coming from the other in, inside our school – three or four year 12 kids and this has been organized like they're here sort of thing just come right in the middle of year seven area we're all sitting eating (laughs) and just start punching each other in the head and bashing each other's head on the concrete and stuff (laughs) on the and like this one kid like i remember he had a shaved head and he just split his head open blood goes everywhere and we're this is our first day of year seven (laughs) and we're sitting there eating our little snack like oh my goodness like as you watch school like i don't know like you watch like american high school movies and you're like is high school does everyone flush your head down the toilet every day you know what i mean (laughs) no they bash it against the concrete (laughs) (laughs) although dunkaroo and a fucking little snack your lunchbox game is tight Private school. <laughs> 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 no, that was name brand. Yeah. <laughs> Saving style. Lauren, another story I wanted to ask you about that your friend Shannon uh, mentioned was a story about uh, the website Chat Roulette. Yeah, that's right. Did you guys oh, ever use I, Chat Roulette? I did briefly. Isn't yes. that like big fam? Isn't that is that a Just random cameras from yeah. like random webcams from and got and it'd be like every tenth would be a guy joking off. Well, it wasn't very often yeah. in okay. my experience, but that's oh, the meme. I was gonna say every ten, like every second. <laughs> oh, I, I just would. Like me and my girlfriend did it one night and yeah. we saw a couple of J-offs. And the, but there was one guy we had chatted to for ages, some French guy. It was great. Yeah, it was like back in the time of like the internet being like, because chat roulette and then now there's like Omegle and stuff. I feel like Omegle's a bit more jerking off. Right. Mm. But there were just generally people in there just being like, hey, like what's up? Yeah. Let's vibe. Yeah. yeah. So that was, so you, yeah, so so you yeah, in so high so school would, would get up to like, just go to a friend's house and do this? Yeah, I mean, like, what else did you would you do? Yeah, you know, like I said, I wasn't drink driving. So <laughs> <laughs> I was at home on chat roulette. I mean, did she say anything else? Because I remember the story, but what was her side? Uh, well, she mentioned that you struck up a conversation with a lovely man, and she specifically mentioned when you, in around the time where you were graduating high school, and you're, you know, you're that ages ago. You think the twenty four year old guys are the sickest people. 
especially when they're talking to 17 year old girls, not like yeah. now when you're just like, oh God, fucking awesome loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're chill. Yeah. I thought you could take it from there. Yeah. I mean, it's bad. I don't want to like, I don't know. I don't want to like shit. He wasn't, he actually genuinely wasn't creepy at all, yeah. but maybe like my friend Shannon like loves to cast a judgment. He's so <laughs> <laughs> probably a bit less forgiving than me, but I remember just, we generally talked to this guy for ages because we were talking about like music and it was like when we were like, you know, trying to be cool and like we're talking about he had these he had like a shins record or something oh, you know? yeah. like, can you imagine yeah. jesus yeah. christ <laughs> um but it like i feel like it wasn't like sexual at all but we just like talked for ages and ages about like random stuff because he was from he lived in melbourne and he was like yeah in his early 20s maybe i think he was maybe even like 21 or 22 and then like and he taught us he taught us about the game wizard sticks where you yeah, yeah. <laughs> stick the cans together to make mm, a staff mm. and then like it cut out the internet cut out or something we got disconnected and um months later i put something on um craigslist misconnections mm. and it was and i wrote like you know james um if you remember we talked about this and this and like some cryptic thing um messaged me and he saw it Whoa. Oh, wow. And he messaged and it was definitely him because like he, we saw a photo of him and everything. And he was like, This is so weird. He's like, I'm never on Craigslist. I was looking for a new washing machine. And then I saw that. And then like with the misconnection worked. Wow. Damn. That's Damn. a like a rom com. Did you ever meet him? No. And then I've like vaguely tried to look for him and I and again, like I don't want to like blow up his spot in case, especially because it's like, oh, you're twenty two talking to seventeen year olds. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I am like, did we even tell him that we were seventeen? I don't know. But I remember like And he wasn't gross at all. So James, yeah. if you're listening, <laughs> it's, it's like chilled. Like, and he's just like, I was just listening to this random podcast and you're on that as well. Yeah. Up on my Google yeah. After, after my shin session finished, <laughs> <laughs> got up. But I remember in my high school, like girls would date, yeah, like year 10, they'd be dating some 23. And it was never seen as creepy. I don't know to if everyone us, else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but I then, was like, oh, that's oh. not. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I, I, so I think that was like le- definitely a lot less creepy than it would be now, I think. Oh, it happened more frequently then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm. but I think it's also the age thing, like, because. To any, there's like I guarantee you, there's still plenty of twenty-four-year-olds dating seventeen-year-olds, and like to all the seventeen-year-olds and their friends, they're like, "That's cool and sexy." Mm. But that's like to us now as twenty-four-year-olds. Then even when I meet like a nineteen-year-old, I'm mm. like, "That's disgusting. You're a child." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, well, we were at we were at the Marrickville Bowling Club a couple of weeks ago having beers, and it was some like band was on, and it was just full of like eighteen-year-old kids. And me and Jamie were looking around like, "I've never felt older and we- like." We're Weird. at the bowling club as well. <laughs> 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 Play, playing seniors round under, you know. You thought you were safe. Yeah. 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 When you're 18, you're like, oh, I'm a grown-up. And then you see 18-year-olds yeah. and you're like, you are a child. And also all these whippersnappers were taking too long to order their drinks. Yeah. They were asking, they're asking for like, drinks. They're asking for like vodka piss. cranberries, but then asking to taste them and being like, this isn't what I remembered. Can you try put like more soda in it? And I was like, get me a beer. <laughs> these kids and they're confident. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I would Never, if someone them. had, gi- if I was eighteen and someone had given me a drink that was not what I ordered, I would have been like, "Thank you," and Thank run you. off. I've done that many times. Yeah. I'd be like, "Sit down, you're all getting snake bites." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do that at thirty-four. Yeah. We had dinner the other day, and I ordered wings, and the wrong ones came out, and I just ate them quietly. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would cry and then be like, "No, let it go," and then order the right ones again. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> you've, you've grown. You've learned from the bagel era. Yeah. Mm. Um, should we hit the last two? Yeah, yeah. I actually have a third question, a very specific (gasps) Lauren Bonner question, because I know that you would have hung out around uh, Hornsby Westfield a lot. Of course. So as a fan of the treat, what is your go-to Hornsby Westfield treat? Ooh, and I mean, it depends on like the era of Hornsby Westfield. Take us through them. I mean, as a teen, we talked about the white chocolate mocha yep. at Gloria Jeans. Mm. So it used to be Gloria Jeans inside a Borders bookshop. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Wow. yeah, I remember those. Yeah, that's all I need to say. It's you know, <laughs> understand the vibe that that was delivering. Yeah. <laughs> it was off the charts and I've never seen anything like it. And then actually then after that, they they built a T2 and they had a T2 cafe in there. And that was amazing. That was a great yeah, treat. Cool. In the borders as well? No, no, just like in Hornsby okay, Westfield. Right. Um, and that was nice to sit down and have a pot of tea. Um, but if you found yourself at Hornsby Westfield today, um, you know, it's changed. I would say maybe a, um, uh, barn me from the Vietnamese place outside, or maybe a, a gong cha is right next to the hot star. 
Um, oh, I love hot stuff. Yeah, and I yeah. when I worked at I worked at Hornsworthfield, I worked at the tea shop there, the tea centre, and I would often get the um, the lychee oolong mm. from Gongsta, Gong, Gongcha, and Hotstar has like these fried little mushrooms. So that's, right. that's my treat. I like that. You I could go get that today at Hornsby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. totally. Castle Towers, tomorrow. 2003. Mine would have been Colonel's Popcorn, baby. Oh, huge. Oh, right. huge. With some caramel pop- popcorn or the, really? what's it called? Butterscotch popcorn. You're a popcorn without a movies guy. You're just eating popcorn. The sweet popcorn, yeah. You could just like, you take it home in these gigantic fuck off bags and just pour it in a bowl. I bought some for uh, Drew's girlfriend for Christmas last year. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the first Drew's hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, how, it's how those two got COVID before me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, what about towers? Do you remember Stir Crazy? I love Stir Crazy. People go crazy for this place. It was just was noodles. You just yeah. it'd be one of those places where you're like, I'll have the hockey and noodles with that and this sauce. Oh, it's totally. like it was yeah. on the it was in the, the piazza, which was Castle Towers classy mm. little outdoor area. Nice. Along but with a Hulk's breath. Yeah. Crenides was the place where like everyone like Around my age, when you're 18, it's like we're going on a serious date. We're going to Crenades. We're gonna go to Crenades. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some cash. I'm going to Crenades. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna propose at Crenades. (laughs) (laughs) And okay, so the last two questions are, uh, Lauren, if someone says to you, "Hey, I'm coming down to Wesley area for Mm. 24 hours, and I need an itinerary, something to do morning, afternoon, and night," what do you tell them to do? Oh, okay, okay. And we can spread it a little bit to that area. You yeah. know, you don't have to keep spread it just it mostly. Mm. Mm. Or I can just go to that bush, come back eight weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go get that summer bod rocket. You know. Walk on in. <laughs> I would say one out. Um, morning, go to um, Wesley Village Shopping Centre um, and you could grab a coffee somewhere there. There is like a cafe, cafe and more, but I would more recommend them for like a hot chip if you – wanted lunch mm-hmm. but if you want to go crazy get some hot chips and cafe more for breakfast oh okay. wow you're on holiday why not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why not? go down to ruddock park have a wander around beautiful park oh, ruddock park after philip, philip ruddock Rudd- maybe it's philip ruddock's dad or something oh. well i i did look into this because you mentioned <laughs> yeah. it and i forgot to bring it up but yeah so philip ruddock or maybe ruddock's dad i don't know but it's called ruddock park Family. and so i looked up philip ruddock park and this so you guys know the former immigration minister yeah, yeah, howard yeah. He, the, the Philip Ruddock, if the park is in Wesley is not named after him, he's certainly trying to get a statue of himself erected at a water park <laughs> somewhere move. down like like uh, in the ride area. Wow. Well, I'm glad it's not at Wesley. <laughs> 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 but this guy just can't stop naming parks after himself. That is free. Big move. So um, head on down there. But yeah, just have your coffee at Ruddock Park. It's right near Wesley Village. There's a dog park there as well. Um, have a look. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, go to the fish ponds for like a bush walk, I guess. Don't dive in. Don't, <laughs> yeah, don't please, jump. Don't love don't die. Um, and then afternoon, evening, I mean... Uh, you could head back to Wesley Village. <laughs> <laughs> Hot chips for dinner. Breakfast, <laughs> lunch, for dinner. <laughs> there used to be a video shop there. Sadly, no longer there. It was iconic. They had the, um, they had, what were they called? They weren't called fads, but they like, Chocolate cigarettes. Yeah. And they had real yeah, paper yeah. around the outside. Oh, of the oh I remember yeah. that. So good. We yeah. probably can't say the name. Yeah. Yeah, not fads, but yeah. similar. Yeah. Yeah. And slur. then change, change one fads. letter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I feel like a hundred years old that you could buy a chocolate cigarette yeah, 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 yeah. that looked realistic that had the same name as like a slur for a game. <laughs> 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 like, Twenty seven years old. And I'm like, in my day <laughs> <laughs> No one would believe you. <laughs> <laughs> and they wouldn't believe you. <laughs> uh, oh, or I true. mean I guess I'd wander up to Hornsby. Westfield for the evening. Go to Blue Water Grill. Treat yourself. Oh, Ooh, nice. Mm, that looks mm. real. That sounds, sounds good. good. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just, we're just <laughs> yeah, trying to get dinner plans happening. All his bodies. Just like, oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> it is dinner time. But then after dinner, actually dance the night away at yeah. the old pub. Or if you like something a little classier, Hornsby RSL has been very renovated. Beautiful cocktail bar. Oh, so you're all Hornsby. Hornsby RSL. No, I was a I was a Blue.
Blue Gum Hotel Man when I was oh, involved yeah. in the North Shore. Okay. Cook your own steak at the Blue Gum. Yes. Ooh, man of the people. Yeah, there there a, the cook your own steak is the source of a lot of negative reviews on Google. <laughs> 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 but they're just not too uninteresting. Oh, people are just like, the steak's bad. It's like, you cooked it, man. Like, <laughs> James doesn't want to lit his own mocha, but he'll cook his own steak. <laughs> <laughs> well, the steak's not going to spill delicious white chocolate elixir all I'll over cook the, the steak because someone cut it up and put it in my mouth <laughs> for me, actually. <laughs> Nice. Cut up the little That's pieces. Nice. Uh, and the and final question, question yeah. Lauren, is when all is said and done, your comedy career has ascended to the very heights. Big Natural Talents is the most popular podcast in the world. Of course. When all is said and done, do you move back and settle down in Westley? Oh, I mean, it is really nice. And I also like it would be a nice place to like have children because I often think about, I mean, I, before I say this, I don't think, I don't know where any of you guys grew up, but you know those people you meet who were like born in Newtown, live in Newtown, went to yeah. school in Newtown. They're the worst people yeah. in the world. Yeah, no, totally. You Absolutely. don't want to bring a child into this filth. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's a great place for kids to, yes, like, you yeah. know, ride their scooters up with their chocolate cigarettes and yeah. whatnot. <laughs> but I think it's maybe a little bit too far for me. Right. I mean, okay. Same vibe, bit closer is what you're looking yeah. for, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to be the new Ray, just like King no. Queen of the Street. I mean, unless you had all the money in the whole world, then you'd just build a palace and you'd never have to leave. But I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get council permits <laughs> on a palace <laughs> in Westland. <laughs> they wouldn't like it. When someone, you know, built a what they call a McMansion, people were not happy. No, totally. Community groups Great. going uh, off. Well, thank you very much Thanks for coming so on, Lauren. Lauren. Uh, yeah. Your podcast, Big Natural Talents. Yeah, check out my podcast, Big yes. Natural Talents. It's very fun. We have to get one of you guys on soon this year. Ooh. And also, if you are in Sydney, Melbourne, or Brisbane, I'm touring my show this year. It's called Elephant um, at the Comedy Festival, so come along. Hell yeah, check it out. around that. And if you guys like live comedy, that's very good. (laughs) Everly Comedy is coming back soon. And it's going to have a new poster designed by previous guest Jacob Lingard. Oh, really? We're pretty... we're We're splashing down some money. (laughs) <laughs> this year to get the first couple of shows sold out Gotta and then spend back it to, to make four it, to five <laughs> audience members <laughs> and it's going to be good. The oh, first show it has Sam Campbell on it, Cameron James, Conchetta Cristo, Dan Rath, John Cruikshank, someone else that's very funny. Not Sounds me or Drew. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise we'd know. <laughs> I booked you, Alex, not you, Drew. You hey, are, I co-host sometimes. Yeah, you'll be co-hosting the whole time Ben's touring, which is going to be Sick. a lot this year. Love that. Come and down and check it out. Also, um, also, we're on TikTok now, which is very embarrassing, but uh, <laughs> you can follow it. We're doing, we're posting clips. We're not doing dances and singing. Oh, <laughs> well, that's what you guys think, because yeah. I've been rehearsing. <laughs> <laughs> do a I thought you meant Everly Comedy is on TikTok. Oh. <laughs> oh. If I brought that up to Ben, he'd probably be like, you know, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then just Ben doing sketches yeah. about Everly Comedy on <laughs> It'd TikTok. probably get huge. Um. Uh, and obviously our podcast, you can rate it now on Spotify. Yeah. Thank you for all the five-star reviews that have been given out to us so far. And please rate us on Apple Podcasts. We're on all social media. Totally. Drop us a line with any yes. local information. And if you about have places. anything that you want us to cover, let us know and yep. we'll do yep. a deep dive. Otherwise, thank you for listening. Thanks, we'll see everybody. you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, thank you. See you guys. Bye.